Welcome back to another episode of Pulse on the Market. I'm your host, Jaden Brains, founder of Brains Capital, and this is the show designed to help you as an investor make better, more educated financial decisions. Let's get right into it to, for, for today. So first of all, Bitcoin is on the rise. So I remember last week I was talking about Bitcoin when it was at 43, it was hovering around that range, but already we're seeing a rise as projected. And we did predict that, predict that in the show. And it's currently at 52,000. So it broke that 52,000 mark, which is huge. We haven't seen growth like this in a very long time. And it finally regains $1 trillion status. That's, that's big news. So with the high demand of the spot ETFs and the Bitcoin halving happening in April, the, the demand has shot up for Bitcoin and the price is going up. A lot of people speculate that supply and demand is the only reason why it has the price that it does, just because the demand for it, but that there's no real underlying value, which, I mean, we can get into debates about that, but they finally surpassed $1 trillion in market cap for the first time since late 2021. That is, that's big news. So we haven't seen growth like that in a very long time. And sweet. So next up, we got NVIDIA. NVIDIA has just... it it keeps going up it keeps gaining the market cap is increasing and they they surpassed amazon which is insane to even think about because amazon is huge and just today they pass up alphabet google so that that is google g-o-o-g and they finally surpassed google in market cap so at the current moment i believe they're still down around uh they're at 1.8 trillion while google is at I think it's 1.81. Let me double check. Yeah, 1.81. So earlier today, yeah, they, they beat them. They surpassed them there at 1.83, 1.82. But we should see it probably either later today or tomorrow that once again it'll surpass it and might be for good. I guess we'll see. So that's big news for, for NVIDIA. Uber announced its first ever buyback of $7 billion. This is big news because... When a company buys back shares of its own company, then it's usually it signals confidence and in their own business. So we can usually get behind them if they think they're the guys on the inside. So they know far more than we do. So there's usually a, a boost in shares after after a buyback from a company. So in pre-market, Uber was up 6%. Let's see what they are out at now. So, yep, they went up 11% today to $77. So it's up $8 per share and that is expected especially after a solid earnings report and yeah and, and this huge buyback so lyft earnings so lyft is an interesting story so i've never seen this happen they were up 16 percent in the pre-market and they retained some gains after spiking over 60 percent following a typo in its earnings release so the company expects a 0.5 percent margin expansion for 2024 not five percent as it initially as it was stated and after the typo came out and it's like oh shoot that's not correct then the stock shot up 30 percent so currently yeah it's up 30 percent it was like around a half hour ago let me see what it's at now so let's double check this so yeah it's up 31 percent to 15 dollars and 80 cents before the earnings report it was at 12 so that is a pretty investment if you're in lyft and so these these car companies do have quite a bit of potential. There are, or today should be the day of the strike for Uber and Lyft and DoorDash drivers. So we'll see how that goes because they want higher pay for for being drivers, which they honestly make a decent amount of money. I would I would definitely look into that if I were 
looking for some side hustles. It's not a bad gig. All right, so next up on the news is Walmart. So Walmart is in the talks of acquiring Vizio. So this is pretty big news, and they're they're acquire they're, they're planning on acquiring them for over two billion dollars. So their current micro, uh, sorry market cap is around one point five. So they're paying a little little premium for them, five hundred billion, and they're planning on potentially boosting their ad business and giving it over twenty two percent control over over all the the TV market in the U.S. So following that report, Vizio shares surged twenty four twenty five percent. But Walmart actually went down a little bit. And usually what why that happens is because the investors don't believe that it is a, a super good investment for Walmart to invest in Vizio. And so their their shares usually usually decrease. And yeah, so according to the Wall Street Journal, a move that could bolster its it, this is a move that could bolster its advertising business and give it control of more than a fifth of the US t- television market. And so let me let me see here real quick. So, according to yeah, from the same article, the talks come at a time Walmart is increasingly monetizing its reach and troves of shopper data to sell ads on its properties, including its websites and store assets such as digital displays, connected TVs, and radio. So, basically, adding Vizio TVs could give companies like J.M. Smucker, Kraft Heinz, and they'll they'll have more screens to display their ads to more than. There are 130 million shoppers that visit Walmart's 5,000 U.S. stores each week. They have a lot of traffic, and so that's another potential play for for Walmart acquiring Vizio is, is for these companies to have more advertising on their TV screens. Speaking of Kraft Heinz, so they they missed their their fourth quarter sales estimates with 6.86 billion instead of the expected 6.99 billion. And uh, yeah, so the company forecasts flat to 2% growth in annual organic net sales. So this is an example of a company that I wouldn't really be looking at because I'm just not a fan of that at that low growth. 2% growth in annual organic net sales is not enough. Uh, that's that's not a good look in my, in my eyes. I'm not too ecstatic over companies like that. I like the high growth, high earnings growth, the top line and bottom line both increasing. Even if the bottom line is negative, which is like the net income, if they're projecting to produce more and more revenue, then that that the value of that business goes up because of the potential for them to be profitable later in the future. But if that top line is not increasing, that there's no chance that bottom line is going to increase at a, at a high rate. Some news on SpaceX. So SpaceX, they recently got fined a whole $3,600 for just some safety protocols that they weren't they weren't following. And because a, a, an employee almost got amputated, basically, from just lack of safety in SpaceX. And that's not the first time that something like this has happened. So there's actually one person that died at SpaceX, and another was put in a coma after a, a rocket malfunctioned. And so they got put in a coma. So it's not the safest job in the world to work at SpaceX. And it's risky, but it's all risky, as Jim Ron once said. And so a Reuters investigation late last year found that this company disregarded, is what they said, disregarded worker safety regulations and standard practices at its facilities nationwide. And so through their interviews and other government records, the news organization documented at least 600 previous reported injuries of SpaceX workers since 2014. 
So that's quite a bit. It's dangerous. It's kind of it is kind of dangerous working at space and SpaceX, but that would still be pretty cool to work there. You'd see a lot of cool stuff, be able to innovate, create, and hey, I, I like what they're doing. All right, Cisco will rep- report today after close, and th- their estimates are 12.72 billion in revenue, which is minus 6.45 percent year over year, and 0.84 in earnings per share, so minus 4.55 percent year over year for their EPS. And this is an, another example of a company I would I would not plan on investing in just because they're not showing growth. And I actually watched it was like it was like a half hour video of apparently this guy that was able to predict the highs and the lows, the crashes and the rise. And he always gets those sniper spots where he gets the, the peaks and the, the dips. And he said, yeah, the stock of the year, it was his like gift to us was he was going to give us the stock of the year. And it was Cisco. So after seeing that, I... Uh, I was skeptical of everything I heard before because I would not ever call Cisco the stock of the year projecting that at the beginning of the year. That is just not that that's a gamble. That is a huge gamble unless you got some crazy insider info that they're about to come out with like the cure of cancer even though it's Cisco, but just like some crazy news, then yeah, I I seriously doubt that they'll be able to compete with these top companies like Nvidia, like Meta, Google that are just showing insane growth week after week. All right, a little news on the Super Bowl. Their viewership, their, this was like a record high of viewership. And they reached 123.4 million people watching the game. This is a record. And this was when Kansas City just played the San Francisco 49ers. And they, the, the Chiefs won, or you could say Taylor Swift won, is what I see a lot on social media. And they attracted a massive audience. There is speculation that Taylor Swift was hired by the NFL to date Travis Kelce in order to boost ratings for the NFL and for the Chiefs. And I, I don't know if that's true. I don't really care enough, but that would be kind of funny. I could see why. Because the ratings boosted so much after Taylor Swift started coming in the games and watching the games and supporting Travis Kelsey and the Chiefs. And there were so many Swifties that backed her up and started watching as well. It was a whole mob of Swifties that started watching the NFL and posting it. Man, I went on social media and my feed was just blown up with just Taylor Swift pictures. Oh my gosh, my queen. And it seems like idolism sometimes. So some news on just Bitcoin as well with the with the stocks associated with Bitcoin and cryptocurrency. Coinbase is on the rise. And when Coinbase is on the rise, I instantly think of ARK, which is the innovation fund from Kathy Wood. And it is up 11% today, 11.8. And it's up to spot 157 now. And just recently, a couple weeks ago, it was down to 118. So that is some crazy growth in Coinbase because when Bitcoin does well, so does Coinbase. It's it's the same thing with Riot and Marathon, which are two Bitcoin mining companies. And in case you don't know, how Bitcoin mining works is that you just need a crap ton of computing power and to be able to provide hashes. So the more hashes, the more money you make. And hashes are essentially little guesses or just like it's a computer algorithm and it's just inputting guesses, 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 guesses to try and guess the code or just like this equation to solidify more, more security in the blockchain as a whole. So once your computer technically guesses the right equation and solves the equation, then the blockchain becomes more secure and you are rewarded with uh, like a clump of block of Bitcoin. And it's obviously obviously insanely difficult to actually hit on one of these equations just because there's so many people going at it at the same time. Your odds are close to none. 
that's why there's something called mining pools and these mining pools you can enter into it and based on your computing power and the amount of hashes that you're you're providing to this pool is the amount that you'll get once your company or once your pool hits on on one of these equations so you won't make a crap ton and you would need a, an insane amount of computing power to even make minimum wage i jailbroke my little macbook pro just to see if i could do it and i was making like maybe five cents a year i'm not exactly sure what it was but I was mining like Dogecoin and Ethereum on my little MacBook and I was making maybe a couple cents a month. So not worth it whatsoever unless you, you're planning on investing in some crazy computing power. So that that's it for, for cryptocurrency. I will keep you updated on, on that as well. And we did see that the markets are up. I usually start with this, but I didn't today. The Dow is up 0.06, NASDAQ up 0.42. The S&P still not above 5,000. 5, Again, it's up 0.37%. And the uh, small caps are up 1.48%. And the 10-year is down 1.18% to 4.267. So we're seeing a little bit buyback from, from the market yesterday after the inflation reports, the CPI, the Consumer Price Index. And uh, we're seeing that it's, it went up, but not that much. It's not the biggest rebound in the world. We do have stocks, like the majority of these companies that I'm watching are green. I mean, like Arisa Networks is up 0.06%, Spotify 1%. There's not there's not really huge movers right now other than super microcomputers. <laughs> I saw that earlier today. Let me pull it up. It just keeps going up. It's I can't believe the stock. It is up 8.88%. It's as if they have a good earnings report every single morning. It just keeps skyrocketing. So it's at 860 and the last time I gave a little report is at 180, uh, over 180% year to date. Now it's at 207%. Over the last year, 860%. So this is an insanely high growth stock. And we'll, we'll see what they can do. They have a market cap of $48 billion, So it's still kind of small. Not really. I don't know if you consider it a large cap quite yet. Anything under $50 billion, in my opinion, is, is still considered small. And I'm saying that like I got some hundred billion dollar company i do not but it's still impressive impressive regardless but it's just not really a, a big market cap yet in today's world where you have those three trillion dollar giants of apple of microsoft now nvidia the third largest micro cap stock um, yeah the company in the world so at, at 1.8 and yeah so i'm excited ex- excited to see how the market turns out the rest of the week and it is a very sensitive time in the market. We got to be careful here because even the slightest bad news, it feels like everyone's out on a limb. And even the slightest amount of bad news just causes the markets to either drop significantly. And if there's a little bit of good news, then it's it just it, it's very volatile right now. So I would be careful. So don't just just overinvest in one singular area. This is definitely a time to diversify. It wouldn't be a bad idea to hedge with some inverse index funds just to hedge your current position. And because we could see some high volatility, whether on either side, really. And but that's it for today. Once again, you guys are the best. I appreciate all of you listening to this show. I really appreciate all the support. I need it. This show is mainly for me just so I can actually dive into the weeds, do the research and help me become overall better in investing. And I'm really glad that you're here, too, and able to learn at least something from the show. 
here's the here's the disclaimer as usual the podcast this podcast is for informational purposes only and does not constitute financial investment or legal advice the content provided is based on the host's personal opinions and experiences listeners are advised to conduct their own research and seek the advice of qualified professionals before making any investment decisions the host and guests do not guarantee the accuracy or completeness of the information shared and they are not responsible for any action taken based on the content of this podcast investing all is risk it's all risky and past performance is not indicative of future results the host and guests are not responsible for any losses or damages that may occur as a result of investments made after listening to this podcast once again i love you guys thank you for listening and i will see you tomorrow